Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of The Infertile Diagnosis. I'm your host, Monica Cox, along with Sarah Clark, and we're here to support, inspire, and educate those who are all consumed with the label of infertility. We totally know how you're feeling. Both Sarah and I were diagnosed with a form of infertility before we hit our 30s. We let the fertility experts dictate our past and ignored what our bodies were trying to tell us for far too long. So here we are, helping you take control of your infertile diagnosis. This episode of the Infertile Diagnosis is brought to you by the Fertility Reconnect course, brought to you by me, Monica Cox from MyMindfulMe.com. Now this course is the course that I would have died for during my infertility years. If you are dealing with unexplained infertility, or if you know you have an autoimmune issue, including thyroid issues, this is the course that's gonna get really down to what is going on in your body. We're going to discover together what food you cannot eat and what food you can eat. We're going to work on our mental health and we're going to work together to build new, long lasting, healthy routines and habits. So head over to the website, mymindfulme.com, pre-register and get on the list to be one of the first in line. There's only 25 seats available on this course. We're gonna have registration on December 1st for two weeks, and then the course actually starts on January 4th. So head over to the website for more information. And while you're there, you can become a Mindful Me member for free. And you can actually check out the course and have exclusive access before it goes live. So once again, head over to mymindfulme.com and check out the Fertility Reconnect course. Hi, welcome back to another Infertile Diagnosis. Uh, we're on episode 15 and today we are talking about uh, what do I do when I get conflicting advice from doctors, coaches, acupuncturists, and other fertility specialists? And I think this can fall into the, um, the realm of everything, right? Like what to eat, your mindset, what treatment to do. Um, I know for us, we always say hindsight's a bitch, but sometimes I feel really lucky that there wasn't a lot of advice out there because... I would have tried it. Well, I did try it all. Every advice out there, I tried and listened. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm, you know what? The one piece of advice that most, let's say, like holistic fertility specialists told me don't eat bananas. Oh, with the sugar? I don't know. I don't, I think it was the sugar. Um, the acupuncturist talked about it being a cold food. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's not in your, growing your region. Yeah. The iridologist talked about, um, it not being good for your spleen and that it actually doesn't have as much, um, is it potassium in it? Like the potassium is the like little stringy bits that you throw off. So you don't actually get, you know, most is cause it's like that bitter taste. Um, but yeah, that was like my one consistent piece of advice. No banana. Huh? <laughs> Random. Yeah, I don't like. 
I think with, and we just talked about this before, but kind of being, because there's lots of stuff on the internet, obviously about what to do. Right. And so from these different people, it, to me, if you're, if you're going, if you're going to IVF and you're down that route route to do the functional medicine, like you have to take or in functional nutrition, functional health coaching, you have to take a, a break in here to, because if you're doing it at the same time, so if someone comes to me and they're like, oh, I want to do, I got an IVF coming up in the next month, my recommendation would be like, okay, let's dig into the mind, the mindfulness piece. Because if we go start changing all your diet around, you can have detox reactions or it can be a whole bunch of stuff going on and you're, you've decided to go to IVF. This is what you're doing. But yeah. if you want to then take a, take a break, there's different recommendations. So to me, there's different recommendations as to where you have decided to go. So if you want to go down there, look, you know, work on your mindset, your sleep, um, some of the lifestyle stuff, your relationships, the, those kind of things. But if you're ready to like get to the root cause of why it's not working, that's a whole different conversation. And really, um, like we like the probably same as you is like that whole round table approach where you you're in the middle and you have the practitioners all around you, but you're, you're your own advocate. Cause a lot of times we just go over to the person in the white coat. They know best. They know me better than me. Whereas, you know, you know, your body better than, better than the practitioner is to assemble your team and use them not all at once, but as you see fit, as you go, you go through this and really being like questioning and, and seeing what's right for you. And if it feels right for you, you know, to go to IVF at this stage, that's where you want to be. But then you, you need to, you'll take some different steps. Whereas if you say, you know, I want to do things naturally, um, it'll, it'll look differently. Yeah. And I think it's hard because a lot of the time, uh, well, most of the time, let's say most of us just go straight to the doctor. Yeah. So the doctor is going to say one thing, right? And if your doctor is saying, change up your diet and your lifestyle, then you have an amazing doctor. Like, you know, yeah. but most I would say aren't saying that at the yeah. moment. And then, so when you go to see, you know, fertility specialists, most of them are on the holistic side and have, um, you know, an opinion of, you know, change your diet and your lifestyle um, and use our, uh, whatever is acupuncture, reflexology, iridology along the side of those changes. But then at the same time, for me, I experienced um, no one saying that until I saw a functional medicine practitioner. Yeah. You know, so my acupuncturist, my reflexologist, my IVF doctors, my normal doctors, no one was saying that. They were saying, here's what I know. Here's my truth. This is what I learned. This is what I studied. This is the only information I can give you. So um, I think when you're using a bunch of people around you that are very um, not like-minded, they have different opinions, they've come from different studies, different backgrounds, you're going to get really overwhelmed with their advice of what they think is best. Um, and in my experience, um, if I had to do it all over again, it would be finding someone who helps you understand you the best from the inside out. So even when I saw my functional medicine practitioner, it still took us a really long time to get down to my root cause. Um, and I don't know 
I don't know why. It's not a bad thing or a right thing. It, that's just the thing that happened. Um, he was super knowledgeable about everything. We just didn't, I don't know, we just didn't get there. And now looking back, you know, even after a year of doing paleo, I still wasn't feeling my best. I still was having like stomach issues and poo issues. And they weren't necessarily as great as they were before, but um but yeah, for me, when you get all this conflicting advice is you really have to step back and it's probably one of the hardest things to do and trust yourself and start listening to your body and maybe, okay, going down a route of whoever you trust and doing the thing that they suggest, but when it doesn't work, stepping away and going, okay, that did not work for me. Yeah. And I- we do obviously a lot of talking on the podcast, but like as a coach, I, I'm all about listening. I literally will ask questions and have people reflect on what's right for them. So if one of my, my, my couples comes to me and they want to do, you know, they want to do the functional approach for a little while and they're ready to go to IVF, like, there's no judgment. We, yeah. I go along with what they want to do. And we'll obviously we'll talk about kind of things to prepare them for, for that, that, that piece of it. But it is really to, um, I, I, I guess from a functional side of things, some practitioners are using like old testing. Like we see it where they're like, oh, I'm going to go over here to this person. And they're using testing that we haven't used in years. So there's like a risk of using outdated testing if you're, if you're with some of your practitioners. Um, so I think that like, that's what we've seen. And then a lot of times people will say they want to do like with a practitioner, they want a local person. Mm-hmm. And then that, that piece, like, you know, I don't know. I, I think people with, with the local, they want someone local, but really does that person really have an open door policy and really yeah. getting someone that's online, you then, or a team, a team approach, then that person can then help is able to respond faster. Is just some of the couple of things we've seen, but it's it's more you've got to pick a practitioner that resonates with you. Typically, someone that's gone through infertility is it will have a better idea because there's many there can even be functional practitioners that if they haven't gone through infertility, they're not going to get the whole mindset emotional side of this piece because this is that piece is equally as important because if you just go functional, they're just going to do lab tests. Yeah. Um, they're going to miss all the mindset and the how this impacts every aspect of your life. So um, yeah, it is to is to to be be aware of that when you're selecting someone. So it could either you have someone that does all of that, or you assemble your team to ensure you've looked at all the food, the testing, the the lifestyle, the mental emotional side of things. All of that. Because I think sometimes I see when people come to me, they've just they've they could be doing a lot of things right, but they've just missed missed that one little thing. One little thing, and you got to tweak it. And um, yeah, that's where the fun- functional approach and with the mindset with someone of infertility can really make the difference. And I think it's key when you're seeing people as well is that they're just not giving you what they think is right for that particular like bubble of people. You know, like uh, we're now, I don't know if you feel this, but like through my learning and training, it's like you get taught one way and then it's like, okay, 
they have this, this, and this, so therefore they must have this. And once you start like really digging into things, just like you can't pigeonhole people. You can't put everyone with infertility in the same hole. And I think that's what a lot of clinics do is like, oh, you have infertility. This is what we're going to do for you. And it's like, whoa, okay, well, what type of infertility do you have? <laughs> because there's this huge spectrum of us, you know? Okay, so you are dealing with PCOS, right? Let's say that you're, well, what's the root cause of your PCOS? Let's get down into that. And how can we fix that? So it's very much if you're working with one or 10 different people, you know, taking a step back and looking at them and going, what are they doing for me? How are they looking at my situation to improve my chances? Yeah, not getting stuck on that, that diagnosis. And a lot of times people come to me and they'll be like, oh, I've got infertility, plus I have really bad IBS. Oh, I, oh by the way, I have an autoimmune disease too, just, just to let you know that. Oh, oh, I, you know, I work like 60 hours a week. Oh, my relationship is, is, is going through a rocky period right now, you know? So like all those things are part of the equation. And it's just, if we're just stuck on the diagnosis and then we march, march ahead, we've like missed all of it. So it's like looking like you've got to get honest about all those stressors. Mm -hmm. Really like look yourself in the mirror and get honest about because if I, I, when I'll talk to people on the phone, like, what do you think it is? There's about 20% of people that say they, they don't really know or sure, yeah, like they, they have no clue. Other times people are like, I think it's this, I think yeah. it's that. So we kind of, if you, if you go to the mental, emotional side of things, or if you go to the food, it's, and the more tuned into your body, then you can start to really piece this apart. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that would be our top tips. Like when you're dealing with anyone in any kind of speciality, you know, whether it's a coach or an acupuncturist or, um, you know, a doctor or IVF specialist, anyone is really evaluating what they're doing for you specifically. If their advice is, you know, resonating with you, like, are you taking on their advice, putting it into play? And is that working for you? Are you feeling better in ways that you didn't realize you could feel better in? Um, are you getting the support mentally from them? You know, because a lot of clinics are very much one in one out, right? Um, they don't yeah. have the time to sit no. there and talk about it. I mean, even I'm my last clinic, they were, they were really like uh, far forward with the immune testing and all that. And they were very, it was like, it was an old house. They like converted it into this clinic. Um, so it was very homely. Everyone knew you by name only the receptionist changed often. All, this, all the nurses and doctors were always there. But um, they still didn't give me any diet or lifestyle changes. And when you know I was telling them about what I was doing, they kind of gave me really odd looks. And so I just stopped yeah. telling them. You know, just like, right, I'll just stop this conversation. But um, you know, they did get me pregnant with the drugs. Um, and I was super grateful for that. Um, but yeah, I think if you want a little bit more from that, you know, um, finding someone, you know, I had a conversation the other day with someone um, about endometriosis and she was talking about how she puts them all on one diet, one specific kind of, this is the best endometriosis diet. And I, you know, and she, it was kind of like, well, that probably works for a handful 
but surely, you know, looking at a diet for an individual or even mindset, like what do you need to do to get to your mindset? It's just so specific. And at the end of the day, you're the one who's going to know what's going to work best and how you're going to get yourself there. You know, your coach is there to coach you. You know, your doctor is there to prescribe you or diagnose you. You know, you're the one there who's going to actually really make this work. And to see what kind of coach you want. I ask people, how do you want to be coached? And kind yeah. of what kind of coach is going to work best for you? And because you've got to, if every time you talk to your coach, the coach triggers the crap out of you and you can't stand them, that's a whole other situation. <laughs> so it's like, you've got to mesh with the person and maybe, and yeah, it's just kind of to, to feel what feels right for you. And I, I like someone like, I like a coach that gets back to me fairly quickly that like, is like, if they say that she's going to be somewhere, she's there. I don't need to like, it's all, that's what I like. So for you, um, it's to kind of figure out your non-negotiables of what you're looking for in a coach. Cause you're, you're hiring that, that person. Um, yeah, that, that practitioner. So to kind of dig into that of sort of some, and remember you're hiring everyone. You have a choice yeah. of what doctor you go, what clinic exactly. you go. All of them. Like you, you're not stuck in that one position. If someone's giving you advice that you don't like, fucking leave, right? <laughs> like, yeah, they're like, sorry, this is the only way to do it. You know, and there's judgment and all this sort of stuff. No, like yeah. we're, we're obviously, you're listening to this podcast, you know that we, we like a functional approach, but there's, like, there's, if you want to go the other way and you're looking, you know, if you're looking to, to do a functional approach and then you decide to pivot and move on to the other thing, there's no judgment. You've got to do what feels right for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I mean, through my journey, and I'm sure you felt this, you know, hindsight's a bitch looking back at how many times I didn't listen to my intuition. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't follow through of like, nah, that just doesn't seem right. And I just did it. And it didn't fucking work. Yeah. Every time I'm like, damn, just a bunch of, you just have to, and you have to go with your first like gut, like, uh. yeah, massively. So, um, unfortunately there's no, like, um, we have the right way. This is the advice you should follow. <laughs> and if we did, I would say, stop listening to us. Um, but that's our, our best kind of like top tip is when you're getting conflicting advice, you have to really tune into yourself, your intuition and what is right for you um, and take some time. And, you know, this journey, we, I, we always say like, we feel like we're rushing through, right? It's always the next month, the next IVF, the next this, you know, taking time to sit back and reevaluate what's actually really going on and who you're working with can save you months, years, and a lot of money. So don't, you know, don't think like, oh, you know, taking a month out is not the end of the world in your journey. I know it kind of sometimes feels like that, but it's not. You know, that used to like really tick me off too. When people were like, I'd be like, what do I need to do? Tell me what to do. Can you just give me the plan? I'll do the fucking plan. Like, and I'd get so like, I, I would like, you're the expert. Tell me what to do. And they're like, well, what's feeling right for you? And you've got it. And I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to kill this. Like it, it was, it was infuriating because I'm like, I just need to know. Um, and so that's a whole thing to, to get through as well, because now as I've like eased up a little bit and realized that, yeah, there is some like gray and we've got to kind of like move through this and actually what's going to work for me. And, um, you know, obviously my program has a plan and there's like a thing to it, but, um, 
yeah, if you're like, give me the thing, like that's a whole other issue. Right. And the thing is, is like, if you're like that, sometimes people just give it to you and it's not your thing. No, it won't work because right? it's not yours. Because you didn't listen to, you didn't really listen to your body. You were just like, so like, give me the thing. I want, the, I want this to work now, blah, 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 blah. Yep. But yeah, taking steps back to move forward. Oh, the good old cliche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope we're like being useful to someone, you know? <laughs> oh, but anyways, it's going to be a short and sweet episode this week. Um, I hope this helps in some sort of way. And um, yeah, we will see you next week for our Q&A. Goodbye. A few more things before you go. If you like what we're doing, please leave a review and or a rating. We would greatly appreciate it and it would totally help us out. Also, if you'd like to connect with either of us, you can find me, Monica, over at mymindfulme.com and you can connect with Sarah over on fabfertile.com. All the links you need to find us on our websites, our social media, any products we talk about, book, special offers, or any guests that we have on, you're going to find all that information in the show notes. So that's it. Thank you once again for being with us here on the Infertile Diagnosis and have a beautiful day.